My name is Lena Chang. Today is January 8, 2020, and I'm here with Jennifer Williams at the Central Library for the Our Streets, Our Stories project at the Brooklyn Public Library. So could you share your reflections today on 1619? I can, actually. Um, I actually attended the um, uh, Till Our Victory is One program here at the library. Uh, couple of few months ago and um, it was it was amazing it was a five-hour program from seven to midnight and uh, I stayed the entire time and I enjoyed it very very much um, so that's why I'm that's why I'm participating mm-hmm. before when we were talking about um, the event you mentioned that it inspired you to um, take a trip to the museum. Could you Actually, let me let me more? elaborate on that. Um, the mm-hmm. program was many months after I visited the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I visited the um, National Museum of African American History and Culture, uh, June twenty nineteen, which is a few months ago, um, and it was a powerful experience for me. Um, I met some friends, and we. You know, we met in Washington, D.C., and we visited the museum together. And um, it was a two-day, we had tickets for two days, you know, um, and it was, it was, it was awesome. Um, I, I, I knew a lot of our history, but I didn't know many of the things that I learned there, so much so that when I uh, came back home, uh, I live here in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I, this project, this video project, is like a, a vision video uh, account of my experience at the museum. And I've been working on it since June. Uh, it's now January 2020. And um, it's coming together beautifully. Um, and it's... It's, it's a love, it's a labor of love. That's all I can say. It's, hard, it's harder on some days than other days. Um, the graphic nature of it makes it hard. You know, I've been crying and, you know, I've been feeling joy at different parts. I, it's a three-part uh, uh, video. Um, and the first part has to do with... Um, the Middle Passage um, from 15th to 19th century, uh, 1400 to you know, 2000 more or less, mm-hmm. and um, that's just part one. And then there's two other separate parts that I focus on, um, and that's why I wanted to do this uh, interview because I f- I feel like there was 200 years that was left out. Um, the 1619 is focusing on uh, from 1619 to 2019. But what happened to 1400 to 1619? There was a lot going on there. Um, And as I shared with you uh, initially when we were conversing, um, there was close to uh, 12 million uh, slaves um, that were captured. And out of that, 1.5 million slaves died you know, on slave ships, uh, 
whether on the ship or thrown overboard. You know, so it's a it's a powerful recollect a recollection of the experience that we uh, endured. So how did you feel when you first started the project and where do you see yourself going with the project now? Um, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought I was doing the project, but now I, I do realize that the project is actually doing me. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I, it looks like I'm just going along for the ride because um, just certain different things uh, continue to happen. For instance, um, again, I work here at the library and an email was sent out about some books that was related to, you know, Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never heard of the book. Um, and the, the, I think it was the librarian, um, I don't recall her name, um, said, if anybody was interested, you know, please reach out. So I reached out to her and said, well, I'm not a librarian, but may I have a copy? Mm-hmm. She said, of course. So they sent me a copy. It wasn't even in an inter, inter-office uh, interchange envelope. It was just uh, my name put on the book and the mailroom personnel just kind of handed me the book. And when I got the book and I looked at the cover, I teared up because um, the photo on the book is the photo in my project. And this this person, uh, this person's name, um, I may have it here. Um, uh, he was on the, he was recorded as being one of the people that was on the last slave ship. This is mm-hmm. the, the uh, Cotilda mm-hmm. was the last known slave ship um, that came into the United States in 1860. Mm-hmm. And this person's name was uh, Cujo Lewis. And the book that I received was authored by um, Hurston. Um, and she, she's basically telling Cujo's story. But it's, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, you know, but then I could, because that's what's been happening. Um, you know, I went to see Harriet in the movie. Um, it came out in the theaters a, maybe a month or so ago, a couple of months ago. Um, and other related things have been happening as if the project is like a magnet and things are being drawn to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's very powerful. Um, I believe the name of the book is uh, Barracoon, mm-hmm. um, and that means it's basically a, a cage that someone is put in, you know. But uh, it's a very interesting, powerful journey that I'm on, mm-hmm. and I'm just holding on, you know, mm-hmm. just. And I don't know when it's going to end. Um, I'm just kind of going along for the ride, like I said. Mm-hmm. I think um, you might have touched upon this before, but what were some of the challenges you faced when you started out with this almost like a documentation project? Um, I'm sure you must have felt some like heavy emotions as well. I did. I did. I, it's a very... It's a, 
It's a labor of love, no question. Mm -hmm. And I've cried, I've laughed, I've felt joy, I've felt pain, I've felt anger, I've felt rage. I mean, there's a whole host of emotions that you go through uh, when you're doing something like this. Um, and it, it's as though I feel like I didn't have a choice, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of once I went to the museum, <laughs> I didn't have a choice when I came home to do something about all of that stuff that was inside of me. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to do something with it. And, and this is what it is. Right. You know, um, this project is um, what's come out of it. And, you know, I'm a minister um, as well. And I'm coming at the project from a way to heal with love because you can't heal with anger and all the things that perpetuated this situation. You're just going to get more anger. So the only way to combat something this huge is with love. So that's, that's how the project is being, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> created. <Right. laughs> it's a labor of love. Have you ever thought about sharing the project with the younger generation? That's who I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for everybody, but, you know, if you talk to some of my coworkers, you know, I've shared little bits and pieces. I'm not going to share the whole thing until it's ready, but um, that's who I'm focusing on, my nieces mm -hmm. and my nephews, their kids, you know. Um, I'm just going to share it and just let it go where it's going to go. But it's for the kids. It's for our children. It's for the next generation. You know, mm -hmm. it's for the children that aren't born yet. Because what happens is not everybody can get to Washington, D.C. Yeah. So this is a, a, a small portion of what I experienced there. Mm -hmm. But I think large enough to motivate somebody to mm -hmm. say, you know, I think I want to know more. Because, you know, our kids need to know where they came from. This way they can know where they're going. So could you share what your hopes are for the future generation in remembering the past history of Africans and African Americans? Well, you know, what I'm hoping is that, you know, once you learn your history, you'll know that you're an amazing, powerful, loved, extremely loved human being, and that there's nothing that you can't accomplish. And I say that because what I've learned with this seven-month project is that what was perpetrated on Africa, on Africans and subsequently African Americans once here mm -hmm. and in other places, of course, um, we're still here. We're still here. We're in a lot of cases thriving. And I believe that there's a lot more wonderful, amazing life journeys for all of us. So, I mean, 1865 is when um, the Emancipation Proclamation 
uh, freed all the slaves um, in all the states um, in 1862 or three. Um, I believe uh, it was just the southern states. Um, 1863 was the Southern States um, Emancipation Proclamation. And then uh, the 13th Amendment to that uh, freed all the slaves in all the states. So it wasn't that long ago um, because 1860, eight, I'm sorry, 1865 mm -hmm. is, is the 13th Amendment. I correct myself. And the reason why it's a powerful number is because my grandmother, who raised me, she was born in 1915. Mm -hmm. So this exactly, the slaves oh, were freed only 50 years prior. Oh, 1865 to 1915 is 50 years, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that means she was born into Jim Crow era. But she was such an amazing human being. You would never know it. I didn't realize, I'm getting choked up, I didn't realize how much she went through while she was raising me. Because, you know, you're doing your day-to-day, -day, you love granny, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. But she had a whole history that I knew nothing about, obviously. And that came up while I was doing this project. So, that being said, I have huge hope and ambition for our young people. So I'm hoping my prayer, prayerfully, that this project touches the young people in such a way that they, that they know that the sky's the limit mm -hmm. and that they can do anything. You know why? Because we're still here. Mm -hmm. We're still here. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And uh, before we end the interview, is there anything else you'd like to share? Let's end on that note. Great. Many blessings. Thank you. Thank you.